You asked for my hustle. I gave you my heart. Because it came with so much more. It's the ultimate sacrifice. Greatness has a cost. It reschedules your plans for you. It puts your family and friends on hold. It makes you feel misunderstood. And it will put you in some deep, dark holes. Greatness demands everything from you. Your mind, your body, your spirit, and your soul. So what do you do when you shoot four air balls in a playoff game? What do you do? Do you sulk? Do you weep? When you disappointed all of your teammates, when you let down all of the fans, do you ask for sympathy? Do you ask why me? When they blast the coach for keeping you in the game, do you blame yourself? When they've drawn up their own conclusions about how your career is going to end, do you wish you could go back in time and make a different decision? Or do you get off of the plane and go straight to Palisades High and get the janitor to open up the gym and lock yourself in there until the sun comes up? And you go shoot and you drill and you relive that moment and change the outcome over and over again. Decisions shape our destiny and obsession can be beautiful. What separated me is not a gift. It was a hunger. A hunger to hunt when others would eat. A hunger to hone in when others thought they perfected. They had a crossover. They had a fadeaway. They all wanted rings, but they also had obligations. They weren't willing to cut it all off. See, it's not just about going to the court, shooting, dribbling, practicing the same move again and again. No, no. Lack of skill is from a lack of mind on and off the court from a little boy sitting on the ball in the park to a grizzled veteran on his last legs. It's been a mission from day one to impart what I know so you can better understand yourself. I'm here because the game needed me as much as I needed it. The game was my comfort a platform to grow and teach others the same. It was where I learned about the terrors and joys of life, of ice baths and buzzer beaters, of struggle and of gold, and everything in between. It was where I transformed the darkness to come closer to the light. And it always brought a new challenge a flaw that needed to be healed, and the game would send the medicine directly my way. And you will have to make that choice for yourself, whether that treatment would be worth it or not for you. But greatness cannot come without that cost. 
How do you press enough without pressing too hard? How do you go far enough if you don't go too far? How do you get 11 others to begin their relentless pursuit? To duplicate yourself, not in terms of skill, but in terms of competitive spirit. To instill the intensity, to impart that DNA so that you can be champions on the court and men off of it. How do you prove to the world who you really are? To honestly express yourself. The media will paint a story. The fans and critics will create their own. But no one's expectation, no one's, could live up to my own. I am that killer snake. You know, I'm stone cold, man. My love to become more and to give more. I did everything for you because that's what you do when someone makes you feel as alive as you've made me feel. I always think that there's two types of players, players who love to win and players who hate to lose. Which one are you? Uh, I'm neither. Meaning? Neither. Uh, meaning that you know I I, I play to to um, to figure things out. I play to learn something, right? Because I think if you if you play with um, with a fear of failure or you play with um, uh, the will to win or that supersedes the fear of failure, I think it's a weakness either way, right? Because if you if you play with the fear fear of failing, you'll have the pressure on yourself to play. You know, to capitulate to that fear. If you play with the sense of I want to win, I want to win, then you have the fear of what happens if you don't. But if you find common ground in the middle, in the center, then it doesn't matter. You're unfazed by either, right? And that enables you to really just stay in the moment, stay connected to it, and not feel anything other than what's in front of you. So you know, I try to just be dead center. So a, a lot of people in general are afraid of failure. How did you become one of those people who doesn't seem to be afraid of failing? It doesn't exist. It's not existent. What the hell does that mean? Seriously, what does failure mean? It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. It's a figment of your imagination. What does Why it mean? Are you pulling a Jedi mind trick no, on me I'm right serious. now? I'm like, like, no, does it like, exist? No, I'm serious. Look, I, I'm trying to think, like, how can I explain it? So, uh, let's, let's use happy endings, right? And then we can relate this to failure, why it's not existent. Like, you know, everybody talks about like everybody wants a happy ending, right? Now let's go to the reality of it, right? Let's look at a fairy tale story. Let's look at Snow White. Mm -hmm. She gets a happy ending. She finds Prince, whatever. She goes on. She lives happily ever after. Well, I call bullshit on that because two months later, the fact is they had an argument and he's sleeping on the couch, <laughs> right? So the point is, the point is, the story continues. Mm -hmm. The story continues. So if you fail on Monday. The only way it's a failure on Monday is if you decide to not progress from that, right? So, that, so to me, that's why failure is non-existent. Because, you know, if I fail today, I, okay, I'm going to learn something from that failure and I'm going to try again on Tuesday. And I fail and I'm going to try again on Wednesday. So it doesn't exist. You know what? Should my ratings go on the tank? That's exactly what I'm going to say to the bosses. Hey, it doesn't exist. Yeah, but you know what? We should try to get on Thursday. If your ratings go on the tank, and, and, you know, which they won't, but if they did, you had learned a valuable lesson. You had learned 
a bunch of ways of how not to make a show that sucks. So, so, then, so, so then the next one would be better than the last one, right? So are you telling me then, let's just say all the career statistics that you've compiled, they all still exist, um, still play for the Lakers, still, and all of that still happens. If you finished your career without a championship, you would not have looked at that as a failure. No, I would have looked at it as being extremely disappointed because I had a dream and I had goals that I wanted to accomplish, right? And if I don't accomplish those goals, I have to ask myself why, right? If so, so from my pos um, position, the reason why I would not have accomplished those things is um, poor leadership, um, failure to communicate properly with my teammates to put them in positions to be successful, um, lack of preparation. You know, all those things would be reasons why I don't win, right? So now, if that was the case, and in my career, I have to sit and I have to analyze that. And then as I move and I evolve, you know, post-basketball into business or whatever, those same weaknesses are going to reveal themselves there, right? So if I don't learn from that, I'm going, I'm going to struggle here too, right? So I can take those situations and learn from those and have them, you know, uh, make me a better person later in life. But if I don't take that stuff and apply that someplace else, then that is... That's failing, which to me is the, the worst possible thing you could ever have is to stop. It's If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Big up, as always, I appreciate and thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, with a standing foundation of self-discipline. I am your respectful host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, look, that just simply means Ed. You know the model, the slogan here, bet on yourself. You can't win unless you get in the game and win i mean i'm in play my back you know you know the quote here that we're living by by bob marley you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have one question and two thought-provoking statements first question how do you manage your emotions in the face of perceived failure Again, how do you manage your emotions in the face of perceived failure? Thought-provoking statement number one, blaming yourself, blaming yourself. Thought-provoking statement number two, failure does not exist. Failure does not exist. Today's episode is entitled, Connecting the Dots, Failure, Connecting the the dots failure let's jump into today's show you know family i remember um when i had heard the commencement speech that steve jobs jobs had done for stanford uh and i think it was uh, 2005 and one of the things he said he said uh, 
you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can, can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust in the dots will somehow connect you in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, or whatever. And I thought that was very, 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 uh, a very strong statement during that his speech, because a lot of times, family, we experience a lot of. I don't want to call them setbacks. I'll call it a, a lot of opportunity, a lot of learning opportunities that we was not ready for or we thought we were prepared for to to handle. And we experience something and we're asking the question, like, why me? Why did this happen to me? I was prepared. I did everything that was asked of me. I came ready. Why did I still not meet the mark? As you were listening, one of the things about that I enjoy about Kobe when he when he was asked that question about winning or losing, he really put he really explained that. And that's so true when you focus so much on winning and then you don't win. Now what? And then if you you're you're scared of losing and now you have a fear of losing and now you're just doing you're, you're doing I'll say extra or being, as my cousin would say, you, you being extra about something when not understanding it's a process. A lot of times, family, we want to skip the process. We want to be in a position where it works the first time. We hate to be wrong. We hate to be in a situation where we thought this was it. We thought this was the relationship. We thought this was the job opportunity. We thought that in making this investment, we were going to be millionaires or we were going to change our life and we were going to be able to live a life that we've dreamed of, but we don't understand there's a process behind that. That's why, you know, if you've listened to, you know, older episodes, I would, I would have rants about the course industry. And when I say that is, is that when people would create courses to, to just sell them, not really to instruct you not to really build you up in a way where you literally should be able to go out and duplicate what they've done and or, or I should say get the success that they're that they're offering you and it, it is frustrating because I, I've spent money on I mean on countless of courses and I you know, there were some amazing courses that I went to went through but then there were courses that I went through and when I finished it, I was like, I could have just Googled all of this. Now, don't get it twisted. Now, it, when when it comes to when someone's building a course, they're, they're supposed to be creating a shortcut so you don't have to go Google, so you don't have to go watch a whole bunch of videos. You don't have to go listen to a whole bunch of different audios. They've, they've, compo they've compound everything into one single thing. And you know, I would have these rants family from time to time of because I was frustrated of the of the fact of what I was purchasing wasn't as advertised. And a lot of times, you know, we will like, you know, man, I, I can't believe that I spent that money or I can't believe I invested that time to have this conversation with someone and it turned out the way that it did instead of taking a step back and saying, wait a minute. I'm glad that happened that way because see now when I go build my course or when I go, um, if I have, you know, when I go build my business, I know to make sure that I create an environment, a learning environment, or I create an environment in which an employee has an opportunity to thrive to ensure that I provide 
put my best foot forward, that I'm not all talk, that is action behind what I'm saying. And that's how you have to approach it. It's not a it's not a failure, family. You just because you went for that job opportunity and it didn't go in your favor, it you didn't fail. You just learned that this door is not meant for you to walk through. Instead of getting upset and frustrated, you need to be clapping your hands. You need to be thinking whoever you 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 uh pray to or or whoever you believe in, I should say, and be grateful because if if that would have went a different way for you, now you're in a situation that you're thinking, how did I get here? I don't know about you, family, but there's been many times when I ask myself how how did I even get? Why am I even here? Um, because it didn't. It, it doesn't align with my goals. It doesn't align with what I was looking to do. However, again, being able to to take that, take that work, that the environment that you're in, and again, taking that step back, understanding that this is not a failure. Yes. Yeah, so maybe you were. I just seen an article recently where uh, Bill and I think it's her name, Melinda, uh, are getting a divorce after all of these years. And people are like, you know, that's crazy. How is this happening? And, you know, why, you know, why they couldn't stay to stay together? That's just like now what's the point of you even getting married? See, a family, you don't you don't know the dynamics of their relationship. You don't know what what you know, what has happened. You don't you don't understand. And because you don't know, you can't put assumptions or put your perceived value of what someone should do. And that's why I always look at life as far as when things happen that I thought should have worked out in my favor or um, things should have been, you know, I should be further along. I got to ask myself, what have I not been doing or what can I do to actually improve to make sure that I'm ready for the next time the opportunity comes around, that I'm prepared for the next situation that comes around? When I started to make the shift to the 3 a.m. schedule, it's, it, I have to admit it is exhausting, but the work that I'm able to, to, to produce out of it, the the focus time that I get when I'm actually working on something. That's why Kobe would always say, you know, a lot of people, uh, yeah, they, they are interested in, they, they were interested in wanting to be the best, but they couldn't be committed enough because they had other obligations. So when you know that if you, if you're chasing a dream and there's something that you know that you really truly want to do, and you, you want to give it your all and be committed, make no excuses, only search for results. You have to you have to make sure that you have a partner or somebody that has your, your same interest, because if you don't, then that's what. And I, and I believe and I'm not I don't want to you know, I didn't don't want to speak for Kobe, but unpacking it. That's what I got out of it. I got that. It's important of the company you keep around you, because if you don't have people that are just as hungry uh, to be in a better position that want to have a better mindset, it doesn't matter what you do, because as you continue, as you continue to grow and grow, you will find that you'll start leaving people behind. I remember when I was, you know, um, I started pulling away from certain friends and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't intentional it was like it wasn't like oh I'm not uh I don't want to hang out with you or kick it with you or or anything like that it was just because of what I was doing 
you know, every it got to the point where they just stopped calling me, you know, because I wouldn't I, I they would call and say, hey, you know, we about to go to the club or we about to go to this, you know, this little pool party or whatnot. Uh, won't you come hang out with us and, and, and go? And I was like, man, I, I can't I can't go. I got to study for this test or uh, I'm actually working on this this book that I've been, you know, that I've been reading and I want to make sure I understand it. Cause I'm trying to understand taxes. I'm trying to understand business. So I won't be able uh, to go out because this is the only time that I really have a full day. Cause I'm, you know, I'm off today. So um, I'll have to pass on that. Or when uh, opportunity came up, it was funny too. I had a friend call me. was like, man, we over here. Uh, Cause I was, I used to love Madden uh, back in the day, Madden. Uh, and the friend called me and said, man, we having a Madden tournament. No, I mean, I, when I tell you I was a Madden junkie, like I would play that online and, um, you know, just uh, again, play it online. And so a friend was like, man, we having a tournament. We're going to have food. We're going to have, you know, uh, we're going to have some drinks over here. Just come out and just, you know, just hang out, man. And I was like, man, sorry, I won't even be able to do it because where I'm going, that no longer uh, you know, I'm no longer obsessed with with a man. I'm more obsessed with finding ways to get better personally because I feel like your attitude is is really that that is so true. Your attitude is truly your longitude. So when you look at failure, family, you have to put a different lens on. You have to when you put that different lens on and see that maybe that situation that you were counting on to work out didn't work out and you should be and it didn't work the way that you wanted. Again, I, I'm telling you, you need to be excited. I know you probably wanted it so bad and you've done you probably did everything possible that you can think of. But it does get to a point what Steve Jobs has said in that commencement speech. The only way you can see why something didn't really truly work out and being able to connect those dots is when you look backwards. That's why I always give the analogy of when you, when you're driving in your car, you have a rear view mirror and a windshield. The rear view mirror is to allow you to look to glance and to basically glance and see what's behind you, but then look out the front shield window while you're driving. But if you get too caught up in looking in the rear view, you'll miss what's in front of you. And a lot of times, family, wait a minute, I think I need to slow that down. I said, if you spend too much time looking in the rear view uh, mirror instead of looking out the front windshield, you're going to miss a lot of things that are meant for you that are waiting on you. So, in that case, you have to keep a, 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 a windshield mentality, a front windshield mentality, and only be able to glance back at the things that you you wanted to work in your favor, things that you were not as successful as you wanted to be as an opportunity to learn. I think school has has had a negative impact when it came to that. They made they made look they made. Uh, uh, failure in a sense. And when I define failure, meaning you took a test, you didn't do well as on, or you, you were, um, trying to learn something and you weren't picking it up as fast, or you weren't, you know, you weren't learning it as fast. They made that seem as a failure. So people were so afraid to have moments like that, to learn that they started finding alternative ways by either cheating or, um, 
find it just basically whatever just whatever it took to get past that class but never really learning anything it was just like let me memorize 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 but they never learned how to actually do the thing and I think that's the part of, of, of education that that troubles me because in life that is that's not what happens in life. In life, you may be you may be working a job and they decide that they need it, they need to lay people off and that effect and you're one of the people that get laid off and that may have a negative effect and you may that may take away your self-confidence and now you're even nervous to go and apply for another job or even you know, go on another interview because you're afraid that the same thing that happened before to you is going to happen again. And so that's why I always push people to say, is that that step back approach is that front show windshield approach? Because if you don't take that approach in life, you're going to constantly be blaming yourself. And, and you know what I always talk about here, especially in mental health and that anxiety and depression will really just kick in to a point where it won't allow you to get outside yourself. It won't allow you to, um, move the self that's trying to block you from your, your destiny and your goals. So family, I'll, I'll wrap up here and I'll close here. Uh, cause I, I said I was going to keep this episode, you know, under 30 minutes if possible. But what I want to tell you, family, no matter what you're going through, no matter what the per- perceived failure, and that's what I put in my question to you was, you know, how do you manage your emotions in the perceived failure? Now, we know what perception is, is basically a, a sense of, and this is this is the ED remix of perception to me is really not understanding this, the thing that you're you're looking at because or that you you're believing in because you're having you having a a an assumption thought like this is what I believe it is and until you actually dig in and and understand it you can't have a knowledge about the thing so all I'm saying to you family whatever whatever is troubling you with it with regards to the things you're going after and it hasn't happened for you yet or it, it's it seems like it's just it's taking longer than you expect it or you you had an opportunity that you were you know you were truly excited about but then the door was closed i challenge you to keep your head up pick your head up and get back to work always get back to work and that's that's how I solve a lot of things that I experienced in life family is I always get back to work because um, the work as far as the details of the things I could I can do better and what I learned from certain situation will allow me to ensure that I have a path forward and when you know that you have a path forward it doesn't matter what happened and the path behind you I'm telling you if if, if you're not picking up what I'm laying down today family I don't know what else to say but I'll, I'll end it with this whatever you do keep moving forward until next time this has been your you respectful host ED, and this has been another Impact Secret Podcast show. Peace.